Welcome to the Pulse of the Heartland podcast, the podcast where no topic is off limits. Now welcome the boys of the Heartland, Bryant, Ryan, Clark, Joey, and Trent. Welcome to episode eight of the Pulse of the Heartland podcast. I uh, want to welcome everybody back and thank everybody for tuning in and listening to the previous episodes. Uh, Joey, what are the what are the socials? What up, what up? Uncle Joe down here in Missouri. We've got us on Instagram and Twitter at Heartland Pulse. Get all of our new uh, smoking stuff on there, all the pictures we put up over the weekend. And we got a bunch of videos on Instagram from the weekend also. Um, and then you can also find us on Facebook. We try to post everything we can on there and let everyone know when we're recording. So that's where you can find us on social media. All right, Joey, what are you drinking? Uh, I actually bought some craft beer on the way home, and beer just didn't sound good tonight. So I am sticking with some vodka tonics. <laughs> All right. No special vodka, just tavern keep. Just plain old, plain old, plain old. I had to make a call to the bullpen, huh? That's right. <laughs> my my right. tummy hurt, so I went with vodka tonic. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what are you drinking? Um, some uh, Dayquil and some Tylenol cold and flu. Ooh, getting crazy <laughs> yeah. tonight. Yeah, no, Ryan's on that scissor. I actually, I somehow have a voice tonight, so I'm just going with Pepsi. All right. All right. Man, do you Clark, have that in a white cup drinking? like Lil Wayne? <laughs> what's, what's that? Do you have that in a white cup like Lil Wayne? No, unfortunately, it's still in the bottle. Uh. <laughs> Clark, what are you drinking? Clark here, checking in from Kansas with a push. (laughs) Compliments of uh, Trent. That's right. (laughs) Bryant, what are you drinking? Uh, Tomorrow River Hells out of Central Water Brewing. Uh, I got it because it has a uh, swan on it. Yeah, I don't know anything else about it. (laughs) I like how Bryant goes for his beers, whatever... Like last week, I believe it was, you were talked about because it had a milkshake mm-hmm. this week because as a swan. Right, I'm right there with you, though. When I'm out at a bar, I look at the tap, and if I see a cool tap, that's what I order. That's how I uh, discovered Dogfish Head, which is one of my favorite oh, breweries now. A thousand percent agree with you on that. Good taps oh, yeah. are hard to come by. I would absolutely yep. say when you're at a random brewery, you go by the funniest name. Or like mm-hmm. this one, I'm going by cans. I've, I've never claimed to be a smart man, but that is probably one of the smartest things I do. Because then, <laughs> otherwise, like, oh, am I in a mood for this? Whatever. The name made me chuckle. And then when you tell the story, if it's good, you, you know, hey, do, do you have you? Uh, better if you have a funny name rather than like this one had a swan on it. But you know, it, <laughs> it's way better if it's a funny name, I guess. Yeah, Trent. Trent, we'll get to you here. But have you guys ever been to a tap house before? Yes. No. Yeah, so I was at the one in I was at the one in Vegas, and there's like a hundred and some different taps there, mm-hmm. and sure, that's where that's where I discovered uh, uh, Dogfish Head because mm-hmm. there was the shark up on top there. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have that tap. And after you know getting that one out of a hundred and some beers, it was it was love at first sight, I guess. Nice. If you nice. if you ever make it to Des Moines, the Iowa Tap House in Des Moines, there's is all surrounded by. Like all their taps are on a silo right in the middle. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, that's cool. It's very heartland. Yep. yep. All right, Trent, what are you drinking, bud? 
I am drinking Remedy Brewing Company out of Sioux Falls. I stopped at the brewing company on my way home from work tonight and mm. got their very limited uh, barrel-aged back-to-bed stout. It was aged in the bullet bourbon uh, whiskey barrel, so kind of cool. Um, it's uh, very dark. It It's very good. You can definitely taste the whiskey at the end. It's kind of it's, it's interesting. But, uh, it's pretty like much it. like dr drinking a car bomb, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> no, not, not that. That's oh, terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the college football playoffs, the rankings came out about an hour ago. What's everybody's thoughts on the rankings? I didn't Bama's really in. like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we all hate the Bama's in, but at this point, I think it's pretty much going to solve itself. If Georgia does what they're supposed to, they're the gambling favorite. I think Bama slides out, and as long as Cincy and Oklahoma State take care of business, I think they slide back in. What do you think will happen if Alabama beats Georgia? I don't want to think about that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you, it, say that happens. Does Bama jumped on number one and they just flip Bama and Georgia yeah. one and three. I, I think it honestly, well, I mean, what if Michigan just absolutely blows the doors off Iowa? Is there a chance they slip <laughs> or jump to one? I mean, <laughs> did, I, did I say something funny team that barely beat Nebraska this weekend? <laughs> well, you don't have to be mean. You were funny for a second. Yeah. Get nasty over there, Brian. I, I'm trying to, uh, we're we're going real takes. No jokes now. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't like Alabama being in there because they're squeaking by yeah. Auburn. They should have lost, it is a, too. It is a rivalry game, but they're squeaking by them. Come on. Is, I, is, I really Alabama, was, is Alabama truly a top four team right now? Their well, record's 11-1. and one. Well, their record's 11-1, and one, but they're squeaking by six and six SEC teams, you know. I don't Who think do they're a top four team. Who do you put in front of them? Oklahoma State and Cincy? Yes. Sure. I, I, I mean, put Cincy up there. Yes. I really I really don't like Cincy at number four right now because they are also undefeated. Right. The way it is right now, they'd have to play Georgia, the other undefeated team. I feel like them going undefeated, they deserve that number two spot at least. Well, and again, I think if, if Georgia takes care of business and Michigan takes care of business, obviously, then obvi I, I think, well, then you're, then you're having – I think they're going to keep Cincy at four no matter what happens unless they lose because if Oklahoma State beats Baylor, now all of a sudden they have another top ten win and they're going to make them jump Cincinnati because they only beat the 21st ranked team even though they're undefeated. Do you see uh, any yeah. scenario where even if Alabama loses, the committee still says, "Hey, you know what? We need to put Oklahoma State in there if they win their if they win their championship." But you know what? Let's we think Alabama will be better than Cincinnati. Let's put Alabama in there. Do you see any possibility of that happening? Because I, for some reason, do. Unfortunately, I don't think they put an eleven and two Alabama team in over an eleven and one Notre Dame. I think that's another big name that can hold its own in a playoff. I think Notre Dame would go in over an 11 and two Alabama. So like even, they, even, even without Alabama. Brian Kelly. Yeah. Uh, I was reading stuff today and one of the prerequisites for 
the playoff committee is to look at rankings only and not outside chatter, basically. That's so, not what Barta said tonight. He said that they would oh, be really? into if the you know coaches and if players are out. So now they're talking about if star players are out, all of a sudden they're not going to put top teams in there. I mean, that's kind of bullshit. Jesus, but I mean, weird. Barta's like making up his own rules. Yeah, and, and also weird. They're looking at whatever's going to make them the most money, not the team that's most deserving. Welcome to the Big Ten and Iowa. (laughs) I'll save my takes about Iowa when we get to the Big Ten. (laughs) Can't can't wait. I'm not in a very good mood tonight, so I hope it's not too bad. Uh, I I think it's stuff that you're probably already thinking. You just don't want to admit. After Iowa State's had a bad year, there's a lot of things that we've slowly started admitting about our team. So. At least you <laughs> fell into the conference championship game, you know? All right, let's go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's had enough college football playoff talk tonight. Yeah, can we move on to food? <laughs> yeah, we're just going to skip all football. All right, so anybody else got any any hot takes here about the playoff? No, it'll it, it'll just be interesting to see how they treat Notre Dame. I, I've always thought it would be interesting, like, if this weekend, if you are Notre Dame at six, why don't you on a short week try and schedule, like, a BYU or something and, and get try and get your, quote-unquote, conference championship game or anyone that's willing to play a game and try and boost your resume. To get that 13th game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see it. All right, well, moving on, um, we'll hit the Big 12 recap here. Iowa State, they uh, they blew the doors off of TCU this weekend. That was a fun game to watch. Um, Brees Hall, again, goes crazy. He had like 242 rushing yards or something. It was, yeah. it was fun to watch, and he got that touchdown that he needed. Absolutely. NCAA record holder, finally. Yeah, 20, 24 straight games. Um, breaking a 51-year record, so that's uh, stood stood the test of time. Uh, finally broke, so that's pretty cool. Um, and uh, elsewhere in our notes, Brock Purdy here, I mean, he holds, what, 31 school records now? Oh. Uh- I, I mean, he. I think he holds all. He holds all the good ones because, ironically, with all the throwing and all the stuff, he does, he doesn't even hold the most interceptions. So, thankfully, he's holding all the good records at this point. <laughs> I guess I didn't think about that. I didn't think about the bad ones. So, I guess those are the good ones to not hold. So, yeah, um, <laughs> the the Brett yeah. Favre record right there. Yeah, yeah, greatest quarterback ever. Yeah, you're going to throw a few interceptions in there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so who's uh, replacing Matt Campbell when he goes to Notre Dame? Shut your mouth, Dame. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said he'd only leave Iowa State for Ohio State or or uh, Notre Dame, so or Penn State. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. From from the people that I have that inside sources, they think he's pretty much set this year. But who knows when that was said? <clears throat> and who knows with? I mean, hell, when we were writing up the agenda. I had it all typed up, and then within the last 24 hours, how many things have we had to change because all the numbers on coaches yeah. that needed to change? And yeah, it's been active, I, that's for sure. I don't yeah, know. Who knows? I mean, it could be breaking speak that uh, he's leaving for 
whatever school, but, uh, you know, things change so fast, but I don't, I don't know. Everybody's freaking out. I hope he doesn't leave. I don't see him leaving after this year. That's why um, Trent is nervously refreshing Twitter every yeah, seconds. Can, can you hear that <laughs> clicking? Just click, 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 click. But I, I no, mean, I, I don't see it. I, I think from what I've heard on Notre Dame, I think they're going to keep with that defense. From what I've heard, they, when they brought in Kelly, Notre Dame was in shambles, and he got them up to at least a level of competency and now to the national recognition they needed to. Um, I, I think now they can they don't have to have the the home run hire. They have a guy that's within the system that Kelly was actually trying to bring to LSU. I think they might keep it in house and bring in that Freeman. Yeah, I saw all, like their players. He was a the, all the players really liked him. They want him to stay mm-hmm. and be their head coach. So hopefully that happens, and uh, Matt Campbell doesn't jump ship. So. No, uh, and honestly, I'm just uh, for you guys to keep him, that's for sure. Yeah. He seems like a good dude. I think just with the culture that he's built around Iowa State, he sees he can be, you know, the Kirk Ferentz. You know, if, as long as you're, you know, winning record and you have that, that right um, reputation, you know, at Iowa State and they are building everything around what, you know, what he's wanting. You know, I think you, you you stay at that point. Now it's easy to say when you know when I'm a home Iowa State homer, and you have you know the prestigious Notre Dame at knocking at the door. But I, I don't know. I, I think he's got the this school in the right place with the new Big Twelve. He's a lot of our rankings on recruiting, and you know just where we're finishing. If we're not the top team, we're competing at least top. I think three or four realistically in most sports. Um, especially football. I, I, I don't see why he would leave, but I mean, yeah. And if, you know, it is prestige going to Notre Dame. Um, if he left it, I don't think it'd be about the money because there was reports that Brian Kelly was only getting paid like two and a half million dollars a year. Campbell's getting paid 4 million a year right now at Iowa state. So I don't see that being an, an issue. I don't know. Maybe they would step up, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Kelly's going from what was it, two point five million to like fifteen million a year? Yeah, reportedly at LSU. Yeah, that is that is crazy. But uh, yeah, I don't see him leaving for that reason to go to Notre Dame. Now maybe some other school throws a ton of money at him, and that might be the reason. But I don't see money being the reason for Notre Dame. No. The deals are crazy because fifteen million for him, and then they're buying his what two houses? I think over asking price, and then that's, buying him one, one buying him a one million dollar house. That's just nuts. They're doing that for Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. I saw the yeah, same they're thing. Doing, they're doing more for what's his name, uh, Lincoln. Lincoln Riley. Yeah, they're buying him a six million dollar house, buying both of his houses for five hundred thousand over asking. Like access private, to private, private jet. family, yeah, yeah, it it's it's just nuts, and 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 we have a big issue with paying college students to play, isn't that crazy? Yeah, how, how do you like knowing that uh, your college tuition's going to buy this freaking prick's house? <laughs> <laughs> well, Not luckily, luckily my house. tuition went. Luckily, my tuition went to buying Coach O a house and some crawfish and. Uh, Getting a national championship. Yeah. So I went to Southeast yep. Tech. There's no football school to pay the coach. I, 
I believe the report is that Coach O eats those crawfish shells and all. Yeah, he just <laughs> pops them in his mouth whole. He seems like a guy that would do that. He is a swamp monster. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we went to Lincoln Riley there. They uh, dropped Bedlam. OU uh, loses to Oklahoma State. That was a good game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great game. Good comeback win. Uh, wasn't it like 33-24 to 24 at one point, Oklahoma, and then the rest of the way, Oklahoma State shuts them out and beats them 37-33. So um, watched no, a little I mean- bit of that game. That, that's definitely, when you're watching Bedlam, that's the high-scoring type of game that you always expect, and they seem to always deliver. Now, usually Oklahoma somehow pulls it out of their ass at the last second every time, but I, I think a lot, a lot of the fans, this is one of the reasons. Now, you, you know, I think several of us Iowa fans, Iowa State, you know, even LSU minus the national championship year, you know, would we take going 11-1, and 12-1, and and winning the conference every year? Yeah, but, you know, they've slowly seen them drop from – you know, playoff being close to being blown out in the playoffs to not making the playoffs, you know, to competing against Iowa state in a conference championship. And now, you know, not even making the conference championship when you're Oklahoma and you have 50 conference titles, you know, that's not going to get it done. I haven't really heard a lot of people that are too upset about Riley leaving. It's just more, now you got to figure out who's going to replace them. Bob Stoops. (laughs) Bill Bill Snyder, that shit. (laughs) And uh, you know another school leaving for the SEC is Texas. They, they, they end their losing streak. Good job, Texas. Did they get a bowl game? No, they are not Thank bowl you. eligible. I think they only won five games this year. They're five and seven. But uh, yeah, they they beat Kansas State. I did not see that coming. I thought Kansas State would would beat them to get them their seventh straight loss. Couldn't have happened to a nicer group of people, you know. <laughs> Love you, Torres. <laughs> and uh, elsewhere in the Big 12, Texas Tech and Kansas, uh, kind of the bottom feeders of the Big 12 the last few years, they uh, they they fall a little short, which has kind of been the, the story for them. Kansas, though, they put up a better fight, it seemed like, the last few weeks of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Beating Texas got them. Uh, I don't know some more some confidence, but uh, that uh, that uh, Jared Casey, that tight end, that was the miracle uh, play versus Texas. He scored touchdowns, I think, in three straight games now. Yeah, nice. I, I saw that the camera was on him on the sideline, and he totally. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He totally shout out Applebee's, like gave him a plug because that's one of his <laughs> name, image, and likeness. <laughs> I like he knows who pays him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, I watched the video, but I couldn't tell what he said. I think it was like they're two for twenty, something like that. But uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I thought that was funny. (laughs) He's just uh, he's just trying to make that money. Good for him, man. Yeah, get that with the NIL. Get that money now, dude. Might as well. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, TCU, they get their head coach. Sonny Dykes, not, don't know a whole lot about him, but again. I mean, he brought SMU back to prominence. I mean, they're at least, you know, getting mm-hmm. in the rank conversation. And, 
you know, smaller school, but they're going to be exactly competing in that in that same area, you know, for recruiting. So I, yeah, I think it's a good hire. He was a hot name going to SMU, and he's a hotter name going to TCU. We'll see what happens after he gets done there in a couple of years. I bet he moves on to a bigger school. Yeah, we'll probably we be about... at USC in a couple of years. Probably <laughs> after Lincoln Riley gets fired. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and now Big Twelve championship game is on Saturday. Uh, Baylor versus Oklahoma State. It's that refreshing to, that game's to see being, somebody else. Yes, it is. And that game's being played uh, in Dallas at AT&T Stadium. Uh, it's at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Oklahoma State is favored. So kind of, I don't know. I think everybody in the Big 12's rooting interest should be towards Oklahoma State just in yeah. the outlook of getting somebody into the playoff from the big 12 because Baylor wins. They're not getting into the, the, the playoff for sure. Yeah. Right. And we haven't been in the playoffs in the last, well, couple of years, but then Oklahoma, I mean, did Oklahoma really show up when they, when they quote unquote played LSU? I mean, what was that doing by 45 points in that game? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't oh. even close. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. I'm, pull, I'm pulling it up right now. It's 63 to 28. My bad. You know, when you let a team score 63 points in the playoffs, you just kind of, I, I don't know, man. It, it, like you said, I think it's just nice. And other than Oklahoma shitting the bed in the in the postseason, I think we need to get Oklahoma State in there and shit the bed versus Georgia, I guess. I don't know. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had full team. They had good coach and all that stuff. And now they're going to the SEC where they're probably going to lose recruits because of this Lincoln Riley thing. And who knows what their head coach will be like. It'll be, I think it's going to be a rude awakening for OU and Texas who thought they were the big 12 at one point. Yeah. Is that not the the greatest karma in, in, in quite a while, both Oklahoma and Texas are touting about how you're not going to make money without us. You know, this conference is basically going to disassemble. Now we're bringing in, you know, three ranked in the top 25 right now. We have US, UCF's uh, national championship that they claimed, and now these two are f- falling apart at the seams. Yeah, in Oklahoma, they've already lost quite a few. They've had yeah. quite a few of their recruits decommit already. Spencer Rattler's transferring. Thank yeah, I God. saw that. Does yeah. anybody care so, that he's leaving? No. I don't think Oklahoma what? fans care. Do you just have your fingers crossed he doesn't end up at Iowa State or Iowa? (laughs) Yeah. So apparently, I I don't know how true this was. I saw it on Twitter. But there was a text between Lincoln Riley and uh, uh, Spencer Rattler. And it was something along the lines of Lincoln Riley trying to hint to Spencer like, hey, come out to USC. And I guess Spencer <laughs> Rattler just texted back, good luck, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> the only so, cool thing I've, I've seen him do in his short time in the in yeah, college. Yeah, that's true. So who knows how true that is, but if it's true, that's pretty funny. So it, it doesn't look like he'll be going to USC. It's funny that with Oklahoma, honestly, because they've just been a powerhouse. You know, they've just been shitting on everyone in the conference, minus, you know, the miracle years by Texas and Baylor. But they haven't lost – like. I did just a little research. They haven't lost a coach to another job since 1973, and they haven't lost a coach to another college team since 1947. And their fans on Twitter 
they, they are literally acting they, – they were asking, can, do we even go to a bowl game? And they're talking about, like, suing Lincoln Riley because he's, <laughs> quote-unquote, stealing recruits. It's like, do you live in this fantasy world where you've never dealt with this where a coach le- – well, you haven't, but a coach leaves and they think it's, like, illegal and they just can't go on with the season now. It's Right. It, it, it's kind of funny. Like, this happens to probably, what, 10% of the Power Fives every year, and then they want to sue Lincoln Riley. That's <laughs> But, you know, and honestly, it, it sounds like, you know, f- from what I've heard from people saying, they, they realistically, you know, I think Venables, that the defensive coordinator at Clemson, is who they're trying to push for. He has ties to Norman and stuff. But also, I've even heard pe- uh, people talking about they want Urban Meyer there. They, they, they think Riley's too soft, and they want a hard-ass in there to, you know, get the program tough for the SEC. Riley's too soft, man. I, yeah. I, I can't. It's crazy to me for some people to say that after he's had what three Heisman quarterbacks in a row, and Caleb Williams was on track to, you know, probably next year compete for that again. Like, but yeah, OU fans just, I guess, just have their heads up their ass more than I thought they did. I don't know. I mean, from from there, and I mean, and you can see it as well. It's it's. Uh, I'm trying to think of like an NFL equivalent, but. You know, it's you're getting to the playoffs every year. You're competing, and you're just not making the next step, which everyone would love to be in that position. You know, eleven and one, eleven and two every year. But you know, yeah. when you have won national championships in the last two decades, and now you're just not, you know, with like Riley, you know, he is getting the you know top five recruiting classes, but he's not getting mm-hmm. top five results. So if you can't do it with the right. best players, you're not developing them. You have a, yeah. you know, if you think about it, Baker was there. He was Stoops' kid. And then you have mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, an MLB prospect that you somehow talked and in going into college, and then you mm-hmm. get a, and then you get a Saban recruit transferred over. So I mean, really, yeah, three Heisman quarterbacks, you know, or Heisman caliber. But how much did he mm-hmm. really even develop them? All those kids had that talent. Yeah, but he still had to do the talking and get them there. I mean, you can't take away his recruiting prowess. I mean, so he's a shy. Well, just... I mean, Coach O, he he was a great recruiter as right. well, but. Right. And that's what people are saying about Brian Kelly going to LSU is, you know, he has such great recruiting at Notre Dame and stuff. And a lot of Notre Dame alums that I've talked to, they blame it on or not blame it, but they put all the credit towards his assistant staff. So if he takes his assistance with him, uh, they, you know, LSU could be in a good spot. If they don't, Notre Dame's probably going to stick where they're at with recruiting. But we can get to that when we get to the the SEC. I was going to say an interesting thing about that, though, with Brian Kelly. Um, LSU had a five-star quarterback that was committed to them. And once Coach O was – it was announced that he wasn't going to be with them anymore, he kind of – he didn't – I guess not officially decommitted, but he was like, okay, I'm looking at my options now. And one of the options was Notre Dame. And now after this Brian Kelly thing, um, I believe the quarterback is Walker Howard. He said, okay, we got we got a coach that knows how to win. So he's so because of Brian Kelly, he's going to be staying at LSU which is good news because, oh, they need a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is so. Max Johnson graduating, or are you just going to hunt well, down I think Johnson? he's only a sophomore. I, I, I think he's only a sophomore. So unless he learns to develop really quickly over the next year, um, this five-star is going to be taking his job immediately. Hmm. All right. He'll be hitting the transfer portal. I guess it oh, depends yeah. on how much money uh, Brad pays them, too, I guess. The boys from the Heartland will be right back. Uh, to the Big Ten, 
Uh, Iowa had a big game on Saturday. Or no, they played Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Versus who? Who they play, Joey? Good old Nebby. Your favorite. Pulled one out against the Big Red. Uh, that was not a game I was a fan of in the first half. That running game for Nebraska looked like Nebraska from the 90s. And I tweeted that even. I was pretty afraid that I was going to look like a fucking fool for most of the game. And then end of the third quarter happens with a big-ass block punt. And all the momentum just shifted. And again, Scott Frost lets down his team. And... The best part, best stat I saw of the day, I don't care how many yards Goodson had, I don't care how good our special teams was, Scott Frost has now lost 20 games by single digits since his tenure started. Jesus, man. That is such bad coaching. I I mean, Mm -hmm. you can't, you can put like five or six on plays happening here and there. 20 games. 20 fucking games. That's just terrible coaching, guys. And I, I don't know. I don't know where they go from here, uh, and that's and that's but... nine nine single to score or uh, nine single digit scores this year too. He's almost half of yeah. them in one season. He's he's now the yeah, new it... record holder on that too. Yeah, this is only since twenty eighteen. This is only like his mm-hmm. third year there. Good, so whatever. But yeah, to recap the game. Iowa was down twenty one six at half. Uh, like I said, Nebraska's uh, running attack that option that. Redshirt sophomore, redshirt freshman quarterback they had showed no fear. He was just going at people. Um, and so was that Yant at running back. And they looked unstoppable. I thought we were just going to get ran out of the building, to be honest with you. And then Norm Parker, or Phil Parker, not Norm Parker. Uh, Phil <laughs> Parker made uh, RIP Norm. Uh, Phil Parker made halftime adjustments, and they came out and stopped him the first couple drives. Iowa switched quarterbacks, didn't do a goddamn thing. Our offense just looked terrible for the most part. And then that block punt happened, and defense just stepped up. We got a couple fumbles. Man, it was – I was cheering pretty loud in the second half, especially between the end of the third and all of the fourth quarter. So, good game to sneak out. Um, so, yeah, and then Iowa did their part to get to the Big Ten Championship. I watched uh, pretty much the whole game. That quarterback – for Nebraska looked pretty good in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I didn't think Spencer Petrus looked that bad when they, when Iowa made the switch. Um, I mean, I thought he looked you better mean, than he did earlier. Oh, you mean Petrus looked better than he did earlier in the season? Correct. Yeah. When they made, yeah. when Iowa made the switch to Petrus here in what was that third quarter, whenever they did that, right at, right at halftime. Yeah. I don't, was it a halftime? I, yeah, I still don't know why they took Padilla out. I mean, he was doing the same exact thing that Petrus was. So, whatever. It worked. They won. Yeah. So, I just don't know what happened. But Yeah, and then the block punt uh, for the touchdown, that kind of turned momentum. And that's when I like I thought, I was like, okay, Iowa's going to win this. <laughs> like, up until yeah. then, was not very so sure. So, that block punt was scored by Southeast Valley's own Kyler Fisher. Who yes. is from Farnhamville, and yeah. uh, that's where Brian Trent and I all went to school. So. And they just won the state title too. Yep, Correct. exactly. Big things now, happening in G Town. They have another another uh, recruit going there next year. So, 
going to Iowa. Yeah, that 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 graves. I, I mean, I have, I've had people because they see Gallery, Iowa, and they're going, "Where the hell is this town?" First of all, and they know that's mm-hmm. I'm the one person that they know where it's from. And that that kid, he was uh, offered. He went to a camp out there in Iowa City. They offered him a scholarship the next day. So that kid, I mean, obviously he led his team to a to a state championship. I'm telling you, the kid's six four and he's built like a brick shit house. They they have been yep. giving him a meal plan and prepping him since his sophomore year of high school. I, I think that kid's gonna be fucking dominant when he gets to Iowa. God, I hope so. That'd be awesome. And that then would uh, be great. <clears throat> Soda, they held up their end of the bargain too. Yeah. Took it to was, Wisconsin, uh, pulled that, out a close game, so I was happy with that. Yeah, that was a good game. I always kind of root for Minnesota. I like seeing them mm-hmm. win, so, um, yeah. yeah, wanted them to win just to get Iowa. You know, being an Iowa State fan, I, I wanted Iowa to get into the Big Ten championship game just so we got something to talk about here. Yep. I tell you what, that third quarter or so, Tanner Morgan, I was like, oh, God, is he going to shit another one down or piss another one down his leg? But he didn't. Minnesota pulled it out one by ten. I was pretty happy. Rode the boat, baby. <laughs> and uh, uh, Michigan, um, they, I don't know, they destroyed Ohio State. That was a fun game to watch as well, snowing mm-hmm. in Michigan and Ann Arbor for that game. Um, so that really makes Michigan's argument to be in the playoff that much stronger. And you know, if they can win the Big Ten, that would get them in. But Iowa can spoil all that on Saturday. So, <laughs> I uh, I'm the biggest Hawkeye fan you will probably ever meet. And if there's anyone outside of that locker room, other than close family and close friends, that actually thinks that they're going to win, I I don't know what you're drinking or smoking, but I want to party with you ASAP. Um, Wow. The Iowa state over here is giving Iowa love and man. Yeah, man. I, that, that defensive line for Michigan is super fucking scary and our offense just looks so bad. I am worried about this game. I think our defense helps us stay in there and our special teams will help us. But that defensive line, man, you saw what they did to Ohio state. And Ohio State's offense was the number one offense in the nation. I am so afraid of that defensive line. Realistically, I'm surprised that Iowa is only an 11-point dog right now. It, right. it started at 10.5 and, and it climbed that half point. But, I, I mean, if it depends on what Iowa comes to play. Obviously, you're going to have to have your defense play the best they've played all year. But that offense, they got to – Padilla's got – or uh, who cares, Padilla, Petrus, well, not Hogue anymore, but – Whoever's mm-hmm. playing quarterback, they, they got to step up because you know the defense is going to do their part to keep it within range. The you know that quarterback's got to get enough pressure off of the run. Uh, Goodwin right now or Godwin? Mm-hmm. Good. They yep. got to get enough good, pressure so good he can said. start running. Goodson, I'm sorry, just, just so yep. he can You're start good. running because it's if if they don't do that, that's I mean, like you said, it could get ugly early. And you know, with Michigan, they have to. They're trying to get the best seating. They're they're gonna they're going to run down your throat if they can, you know, put 50 points on you. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, Iowa needs momentum right away and they have to keep the momentum because if, even if they let Michigan claw back a little bit, if they can keep on top of it with their special teams of defense and not let Michigan, you know, if they could jump on them with like a pick six or a return for a touchdown, 
that would be amazing. And then just stay on top of them and not let off the gas pedal. I, I would be ecstatic. I mean, I, do I think Iowa's got a chance? Yes. Do I think it's likely? Uh, no, not at all. But we'll see, man. That's why they play the games. Maybe they win. Maybe Baylor wins. Just chaos. No, all hell breaks. Chaos. Alabama wins. Well, you know what's going to happen. Then they're going to put yeah. Ohio State in because they Back lost in. the two yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, I want the chaos. It'll be I'm Alabama, nice. Georgia, Ohio State, and Oregon will probably jump back in. Oh, oh my God. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying nice thing. Iowa, this 11.2% alcohol by volume beer must be hitting oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much. I think that segment went better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> uh, well, I wouldn't say you didn't really let me get into my stats, Joey. You cut into my momentum there. So I if, know. If, that's what I was Iowa doing. Can, if Iowa can stop Michigan's momentum, like like you stopped me bringing up that uh, Iowa did win a team a game versus the top five teams in the Big Ten, you know, mm-hmm. that maybe maybe the real Iowa football team has a chance. This is me being Joey Taylor for the week and pinning you deep and yeah. not letting Golly. you move. I, I, I say it because I'm just jealous because, like, thinking on Iowa State season, I always try and make things about me, obviously, you know. But if Iowa State didn't have to play Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and then we keep our two losses to West Virginia and Texas Tech and we still make the conference championship game, I would take that 10 times out of 10. Who the hell wouldn't, you know? Well, yeah. Just, I mean, as soon as the Big 12 gets divisions, might as well. Yeah. I, I, you can't play we, everyone every year when there's 14 teams. There's only 12 games. Uh, so Yeah, but uh, – Let's not get into the Iowa football schedule because you, you played Ohio State like three times in the last 20 years. That's hey. just absolutely insane. <laughs> They're in the East. We're in the West. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Get, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's let's go on to the next one before we really make it into, <laughs> we, we can hate the Big Ten next week after Michigan wins 49 to like 14. Bryant is coming on strong here, yeah. so we're already past the Big Twelve stuff, so it won't be too much of a rant. Yeah, so Indiana they get destroyed by Purdue, forty-four to seven. Like, rem- I remember not too long ago when Indiana was uh, they were ranked and they went zero and nine in. The- uh, I would say the 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 reason I brought that up was: Do you remember last year during the whole Ohio State? This isn't fair and and all this, and they took the, we're not going to represent the Big Ten in our bowl game, and then they just get to, to, just rolled in the whole Big Ten schedule. I don't know. I think that's just kind of sweet irony. Mm-hmm. That is funny. All right, so down in the SEC, LSU, they become bowl eligible. Hell yeah. Yeah, so my question is why, you know, I know Coach O is gone, but why isn't he the one coaching this? Uh, why didn't they give him a full year, I guess, including the bowl? I don't know how that works, but that's kind of strange to me. I thought this it would, it would, it would have been cool to see him win, a, win another bowl. Um, I don't I know what. I think that's but, because he uh, messed with the wrong man's wife, if we do recall. <laughs> that's very possible. Um, I, I looked up different bowl, bowl games, you know, who was going to be in what. I saw four different ones that LSU was potentially going to be in, so I'm not sure what, where they'll be. But, um, yeah, they got him, got him his final win. Got another, uh, got the last go Tigers, and so uh, it's uh, thanks to Coach O for an exciting tenure there, 
bring a championship there. And I guess we'll see what Brian Kelly has to do. It was a good game. The uh, They scored a touchdown inside of 20 seconds or something like that to win, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah, it was a very good game. Yeah. So good good for them getting getting bowl eligible elsewhere in the SEC. Unless you got anything else on that game, Ryan? Nope, nope. That's it. All right. Well, the other game in the SEC that uh, I watched a lot of was uh, Alabama and Auburn in uh, the Iron Bowl. That was a great game. Um, I feel like Auburn should have won that. They really let Bama back in that in the last 90 seconds. Yeah. Um, and then the overtime. I really haven't watched any overtime games this year, but uh, I hate it. That's I, yeah. I agree. I, I hate it as well. I, I think realistically, as dumb as it sounds, it doesn't change it much. I think third overtime isn't it first you can uh, you can touch down and kick it right, and then yes. second is is touchdown and go for two right. Yes. And then right now it's third on you just do two point conversions. I think you should have a third overtime where the where you do the uh, the uh, I'm sorry I'm blanking here. You do a third overtime like the normal first and second, and then from fourth overtime because I know the point is they don't want it, they want to have less plays so the kids don't get injured. But you know second overtime you can kind of you know go tit for tat and then you know it makes it look like holy shit it's a four overtime game when really it was like a two and a half overtime. Yeah, and watching that overtime, Alabama got the ball first. They scored a touchdown. They kicked the extra point. So then Auburn gets the ball. They score a touchdown. And my thought was, why don't they just go for two? Yes. Like, they're yeah. not making it to the SEC championship. They're already bowl eligible. Like, you go for two. You don't have the athletes to continuously compete with Alabama. Yeah, You're lucky you... to have been in at that point. Yeah, you don't lose really much by losing this game. Like, Go for two here, mm-hmm. and if you get it, you beat Alabama, knock them out of the playoff. You know, yeah. like that's your rival. Like, try to beat them. So, like I said, they had nothing to lose. They're already bowl eligible, so they're not making it to the championship game. So who cares? But they went for two, or they they kicked the extra point, and then ended up losing. That was my take on that. But I I just don't like this overtime. I, I, I kind of do. I, I kind of like the, you know, go go for two. I, I think you just have to have one more overtime because once you get to fourth, then, like you said, now you're just kind of doing your trick plays and, and the who runs the best post route. It, it, I don't know. I, I just think the one more overtime and then do that. Yeah, and elsewhere in the SEC, Kentucky, uh, they beat Louisville. Kentucky, they, they had a decent year this year. They're not really known for their football, but in Louisville, they kind of are. Yeah. Have you heard about Kentucky? And and because I think that a lot of people assumed Mark Stoops uh, was going to be one of them that went over to Oklahoma just because, oh, the Stoops name. Have you heard about his contract at Kentucky? No. No. Every, every seven win season he gets a year extended on that contract and every 10 win season he gets two years the guy could literally just he he is coaching for his job which is always a joke like of course he's coaching but like he never has the pressure of leaving that program that i mean that's kind of i almost wish iowa state would have that with a mac with matt campbell hey every year you're getting your seven eight nine wins you're getting another year on it you never have the pressure of losing that job you know especially who they, they know who they are 
who was the old Virginia Tech coach? Was that Frank Vogel? Beamer. Frank Beamer. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had a deal like that. So yeah, I mean, I don't think that's the new deal, but man, that that's it is a sweet ass deal. That's crazy. Yeah. Exactly. You're you're you are now like Campbell. You're the best coach probably in their history for a while. You have no pressure of losing your job because, like at Florida, you literally have one bad year and you get rid of that coach at that point. Uh, I mean, shit, man. And and you're doing what you love at that point, head coach, SEC school. And they almost they actually did. If if Georgia wasn't such a fucking mm-hmm. juggernaut, they were in the conversation. You know, top fifteen, top five, uh, ten all year. Right. Frank Vogel is the coach of the Lakers. I am an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> I had the Frank part right. You're close. We'll we'll yeah. give it to you. We'll give you half right, credit. Thanks. So that yeah. works. And Ole Miss wins the Egg Bowl versus uh, Mississippi State. Uh, 31-21. Didn't really watch any of this game, but uh, old Lane Kiffin gets the win he's his name is being thrown around a lot in these you know these coaching searches i I realistically think lane kiffin is one of those people you know do you have those people that that have their rvs and they go around the country and they have the map they scratch off i think that's what he's doing with his coaching jobs he just (laughs) all right i got california okay i did fau for a year here's florida i got mississippi he's gonna get oklahoma soon enough maybe so I I listened to another podcast, the Levitard Show, and they what are you talking they about? Had the Lane... only podcast out there, Joey. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, uh, you're right. Uh, but they have him on quite a bit. And when he first got signed to Ole Miss, and he'd been there like a month recruiting and stuff, and they were talking about him going on the boat when he was at FAU and stuff, and just you know park up on South Beach, and they're like, so what do you do now? He's like. I live on a lake that is brown water. I hate it so much. <laughs> just talking about how he hates that area. And now the Miami job is going to be open because they're going to get rid of Diaz now that the AD's gone. Don't be surprised if he goes to the Hurricanes. I know he loves South Beach, so I would are, not be surprised. You're saying that Oxford, Mississippi can't compete with Miami, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think so. Uh, but their tailgating scene, uh, the uh, what's that called? Sailgating? No, the the Oxford one. Yeah. Oxford tailgating. Yeah. God damn it, the Grove. That is off. I saw that when it was it Alabama that played there, and the game day was there, and they just had all of the tents lined up on like. They've got like ten feet in between the sidewalks, and it's just like a weaving tailgating area. That looks amazing. I want to go there so bad. Hell yeah! Isn't Heart, that the Heartland the Field Trip next year? Yeah, sure. Annual meeting, SEC Ole Miss. There you go. Is is that where they what they call it the world's largest cocktail party? Isn't that is that old nope, at Ole Miss that's, or that's Florida, Georgia? Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. I was way off. Yeah, yeah at least on the SEC. I wasn't even the right sport with Frank Vogel, so <laughs> <laughs> close enough. We only deliver facts on this podcast. That's right. As we're facts looking only. stuff up, as we're talking. <laughs> yeah, we don't need fact checkers. So there's that. Mm-hmm. That's right. So the uh, SEC championship is going to be Alabama versus Georgia. Basically, winner is in the. 
college football playoff. Georgia is favored to win by six and a half. I hope Georgia stomps them. I saw that this is the first time Alabama is an underdog in 80 games. Yeah, since 2015. Wow. Yeah. Uh, that's be nice. Yeah. That, that just blows my mind. 80 games. Wasn't wasn't Iowa not to bring it, it more bad things up? Wasn't Iowa because they were originally Jesus. underdogs versus Nebraska, but then they were favored, didn't they? What didn't it close with them like being a one point underdog? Yep, yep. That that is just still insane, dude. That that's it. Yep. I, I just. All right, the SEC championship game is also set. Uh, uh, or sorry, the AAC. Um, read that wrong uh, talking about but, the american yeah yes houston 11.2 is hitting you yeah <laughs> uh, i have houston. to find a new host yeah, yeah. don't drink it host people <laughs> houston and cincy cincy's a big favorite on that one um i i think everybody outside of houston wants cincy to win this just to get them into the playoff yep right um yeah I think a lot of people are, are, you know, they, they don't want them to get their, their doors blown off. But I think at this point, it's kind of, you haven't had a group of five team in the playoff. Let's, you know, it's kind of like, remember when Hawaii just got blown out by Georgia that one year, it's like, you know what, they did go 13 and 0. They said they want it. We want Bama. Okay. Well here, you know, in this case, here's Georgia, you know, best of luck. And they played them well last year in that bowl game, but you know, prove it at that point. I think they, they have to beat the top dog to be the top dog. I really want Cincy to win by like 50 this weekend and get that two spot. Um, <laughs> I, I I just think that they're undefeated and I think that they just need to be impressive and get that two spot. So that's what I'm rooting for this weekend. I think the only way that they're going to get that two spot is if they pull a Georgia Tech Cumberland, that like 1916 game where they won 222 to zero. I think that's the only way they get the two seed. <laughs> but... They got to win it by 200. You heard it from Brian. At least. Yeah. Yeah, winning by 50 in the last week of the season doesn't get you in the playoffs. Just oh, ask TCU. That's the more they were in the top four, beat Iowa State by like 50, and then dropped out. 55 to three, and they dropped from three to six. And, yep, and that's and that's why I envision Alabama going over Cincinnati, mm-hmm. even yeah. if they lose. I think there would be riots in the streets if they actually did that. Like, I think at this point, you know, the first couple of years, you can get away with the rules being all flimsy. I think at this point, you, you know, Cincinnati's literally been, you know, the top, the AP two since the, I think like week six or something. I, I, if they dropped them out and they never lost a game, you know, they, they do the, well, since he hasn't won games big lately, well, neither is Alabama. What the fuck are they getting the love for? Because they're, you know, you know, they blow the doors off New Mexico State, but, you know, they're barely beating Auburn, who's 5-7. and seven. I don't give a shit if it's SEC. They're 5-7. and seven. So where are we meeting up after these next rankings to, to riot, like Bryant says? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to work the next day. I'm not involved with this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, we're going to Sturgis, it sounds like. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. We're, let's find somewhere in the middle of South Dakota. We don't want to cause too much destruction with our college well, football I, rampage. I figured we'd go to Iowa and just uh, knock down Gary Farda's door. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine with me. I will join in on that in a heartbeat. 
Yeah, we all don't have the luxury of having Wednesday off Clark to go riot on Tuesday night. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> so Cincinnati, they have started their campaign to raise a little bit of money, just, just a little bit of money to get things rolling in the Big 12. Um, only 100 mil. I mean, that's hey, all it takes, I, I guess. I'd love to hear it, man. You, you know, they, they are – they're 100% committed. They're all in. And, you know, they're saying, you know, they know they're kind of small town at the time right now. They know we got to compete. I think they've got last I heard was 26 of the hundred already. And that was during the like silent portion of it before they really opened it up to the public. I, I, I think it's all in, Hey, they, you know, they got to compete with the facilities of the, of the big 12 and these schools. I, I love to hear it, man. The boys from the Heartland will be right back. I think Trent passed out. Yep. No oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, I was, t- I was text- texting. Oh, sure. Oh, oh, shit. Dozing off over there. Trent, you need to text me, go on a bry rant, and I would have just kept going, man. Well, I mean, that's what I expect. You know, anytime oh. I'm like, hey, uh, any, any, anybody got anything right, else to talking, we'll, we'll give 10 minutes here. <laughs> hey, this fucking windbag is going. I'm just going to text, go to the restroom, walk my dog. I know you guys are really thinking over there. That's just it. Anytime I'm like, hey, uh, anybody else got anything to add to this? And Brian always chimes in, well, actually, I got one more thing. And another thing. I mean, if you want to finish that text, I do have some kind of off-the-wall stats to kind of bring up. Uh, I, I mean, I was saving that for the end. It's kind of a mishmash, not really Heartland, but interesting. I'm guessing this Trent's is all going to do what Brian ed- does during the smoking section. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing this is all getting edited out. So uh, oh, I, don't, no. I don't know where it's no, going to fit not. in, right? I'm going to leave a nice little long pause in there. <laughs> jump in with, I think her host is passed out. <laughs> no. All right. A... Go ahead, Brian. Oh, I was going to say one more thing. Yeah, one more thing. Well, actually, no. Uh, just a couple fun stats. Uh, Southern missed this year. They went 0 and 9 when they had a quarterback starting. And they went two and zero when they had to have a running back start at quarterback. So that was kind of uh, interesting. I found uh, this is the first time to get our Sark hating here. This is the first time that Florida State, <laughs> Texas, Nebraska, and UFC, U- USC, Southern California, have all had losing records in the same year. Um, and then Stanford, they've had four times this year where they have played a team and the coach was either fired or left within a week. They played Wazoo, I believe it was Washington, uh, USC, and then uh, who the hell that was the last game? They just played them. Give me one second who here. Who are you talking about? Stanford. Who did they just play this oh. weekend? Uh, I can tell you in a few minutes. In a few minutes? Don't you have the internet <laughs> over there? <laughs> Jesus. They they just oh, no, they 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 Jesus, that's it. Yeah, so, and, then, and then Brian Kelly left for another school, but – I just thought, you know, you play 12 games and four schools lose their coach within a week. That's like the Grim Reaper type thing. Fear of the tree, I guess. All right. Well, it, Brian, anything else? Um, no, <laughs> I was just going to do the bold projections. Uh, that was really about it. Let's, yeah, let's hear them. Um, just from, and this is from CBS Sports, so you can look it up. 
I love that Iowa State is playing Clemson in the uh, Disappointment Bowl. Sorry, Cheez-It Bowl this year. Both <laughs> teams just really fucking underachieved. But, I, you know, if you're not going to go to the Fiesta or a New York Six Bowl, you might as well go to the dumbest-sounding bowl game, and Cheez-It is where it's at. I love um, Cheez-Its, though. Oh, yeah, fuck so me, dude. I might eat some after <laughs> the pod here, cast here. Um, there you go. Iowa and Texas A&M right now is in the Citrus Bowl because I think they have Ohio State in the Rose Bowl and Michigan yeah. State is above that. I, I don't know. I, I think some validation should be as you are second place in the Big Ten or however you want to look at it in the conference championship. But, you know, the Rose Bowl is going to be a curmudgeon and do it by their own their own rules. Um, right. And then right now they said LSU and Central Florida will play in the Birmingham Bowl. But it would kind of be interesting because I heard there's also talking about maybe the Raging Cajuns might get in there. If that that would be kind of cool to see an interstate rivalry, if you will, you know, an up and coming Louisiana, an SEC LS, or, uh, LSU that hasn't had a greatest year and kind of, you know, you probably got all the LS or the Louisiana kids, the Raging Cajuns that wanted to play at LSU and didn't have enough talent or didn't get looked at. I think it would kind of be an interesting game if they match those two up. Yeah. So I, I do like the whole in-state rivalry thing in a bowl game. You know, it doesn't really happen that often. Like let's get Iowa state and Iowa in a bowl game, the, the heartland pulse of the heartland bowl, maybe. Oh my God. Next, I couldn't next do year. a whole month of, yeah, no. Yeah, you think yeah. you think Cyhawk Twitter is toxic for God six days? <laughs> Try thirty. Yeah. And I mean, I I don't I don't really hate the Cyclones. I you know cheer against them when they play Iowa, but my God, there is some toxic toxic things on Twitter and Facebook during oh, that absolutely. week, and I just I try to stay away from it. I totally one hundred percent agree with you. All right, so we have everything from college football off our chest. Let's move on to the NFL here. We'll we'll make a you know a little rundown of our picks that we had last week. Some of us don't want to talk about them again. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. Skip me. Uh, just just pick me up later. Yeah, I don't even think I made a pick last week. So. Oh, you forgot? Is that what yeah. Happened? Oh, did somebody write it down? Thanks. Oh yeah, I, 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 I got it here. If you really want me to go through it, host. No, let's hear yours, Bryant. Oh yeah, uh, shoot! I, uh, I, Joey, do you remember what I had? Yeah, you had <laughs> uh, the Bears not covering and the Lions covering. Uh, yes, sir, $10. I did. Well, I paid. Uh, showed it on Twitter. It's there. Uh, Lannister Mahoski always pays his bets. Uh, always pays his bets. <laughs> no, you, you did. I would say those Lions—they uh really know how to fall just short enough to cover. They've, they've done that the last couple of weeks here. <laughs> Yeah. Except so, when I bet on them, then they don't. Oh, wait, no, they did. Yeah, that's my one win. Never mind. Never mind. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Clark, what was yours? Well, you know, I took a team that was really riding high in the NFC, facing <laughs> off against the middle of the road AFC team there. Thanksgiving Day game, I thought I would see a little bit more out of them Cowboys. They were favored by seven and a half points, and they got their asses kicked. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was did. ugly. Ryan, he went against the grain with his pick. Yeah, did a little uh, under with the Washington football team in Seattle, and yeah, it wasn't even close. Hit the under 46 and a half. What was the total score in that game? 
Oh, geez, I can't remember, but it was uh, like 30. I'm looking 32. right. Was 32, 32. Yeah, I was just 32. Yeah. You still had 14 more points on the board. Yeah, man. I, I honestly would have taken the under if it was at 40. Like they're just they those two teams cannot score. I don't know what the deal is with Russell Wilson, but they just cannot score. He hates Pete Carroll. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Mm-hmm. He'll then, be uh he'll be a saint next year. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. That's that's but my he, prediction is is he'll be a saint. Russ Wilson will Talking be a Russell saint next Wilson year. going to New Orleans, right? Not Pete Carroll's gonna die yep. and be a saint. Right. No, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. I, I don't know. He might choke on gum or something. I, I don't wish that upon him. But um, no, Russell Wilson will be will be on a new team next year, and I'm pretty sure it'll be the Saints. I just wanted to make sure you didn't think Pete Carroll would be sainted by the Catholic Church or anything. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Write it down. Brian's bold prediction. <laughs> Russ Wilson to the there Saints. There you go. We'll check in next summer. Yep. So. I unfortunately picked again, so any pick that I do is unfortunate. Um, the Vikings, and you heard our favorite team. How dare you? Yeah, I know. Uh, the Vikings at plus three to cover against the 49ers. They did not. It was looking good. Um, but, yeah, of course, I picked them, so they lose. It's quite simple. Um, but I was looking at our picks here. On the season, we are 12-8, and eight, so – if you're betting everything that we locked in, you'd be up right now. So we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Me and me and Ryan's backs are hurting on carrying this 12 and 8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When are you guys going to pick up the slack here? Jeez. I want to lose you some have, week and then be okay have, with it. You have two thirds of the right picks. Yeah. You yeah. have eight <laughs> of the 12 picks. So you guys keep on keeping on. I'm going to keep on. Maybe I'll pick a the team playing the Vikings this week to get the Vikings the win. So please do who the Vikings play this week. Lions. Lions point favorites. So Mm -hmm. mm, that's being way too generous to the Vikings. Yeah, for sure. So the chiefs, uh, they were on a bye this week. Uh, so Homer Bryant, do you got any bride rants about the chiefs or Jackson Mahomes come out with any TikTok videos, anything? (laughs) Noteworthy no, I, out of Kansas City this week. I have alerts on TikTok when he posts anything, so I'll, right. I'll definitely let you know when he does. <laughs> no, you. honestly, it was really kind of like if if any bye week could have happened, this is the best week, dude. I didn't have to worry about planning my meals, or I, you know, I travel between Thanksgiving dinners. You, you know, I didn't have to worry about oh, I have to, you know, leave this lunch early because they play in the afternoon game. Or, you know, anything else on this long weekend. They didn't have to play. I could just, you know, enjoy the holidays, talking politics with family. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, are you t- talking politics for Thanksgiving? Are you uh, invited back next year? Well, I talked about Ralph Nader. I, don't, I think everyone just got bored about it. <laughs> yeah, and he taught his mom what the shocker was. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, someone some, – idiot posted that on facebook and i'm sitting here and she's going what does this po- what does this pose mean and i go i, I don't know and she's like no, yeah you do i'm like i really don't want to say it and she just kept pestering me so then finally i had it i was like i didn't know how else to say it i was like mom it's two in the puss and one in the butt and she just looked at me <laughs> like i was a disgusting person and she's the one asking i mean what do you want me to do i'm an honest person she looks at you like you're disgusting like you're the one that made that up 
Yeah, yeah, like I invented the shocker, which, holy shit, if I invented the shocker, I would have changed my first and or last name to that. Bryant Shocker or Shocker Wilkes, that would have, uh, I don't know how well that would have done with the ladies, but I don't know, Bryant's not too, doing too good right now either, so. <laughs> All right. Well, Clark, do you have anything on the Chiefs? I'm just looking ahead at uh, this this weekend's matchup. They're playing primetime against the Broncos. It is going to be in Kansas City. Sunday uh, them, them Chiefs are, I don't know, I think they're favored by too many. But, uh, you know, if they can come out and get that win, that's all I'm looking for. Anything more than three for the Chiefs is too many. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you on that. I, I Once it gets to the double digits, yeah, we're at 10-point 10, 10 favorites right now. I worry. They, their defense is on fire and their offense is – average they're at, with Mahomes at quarterback and the weapons yes they're doing average right now it is but. it is a primetime game so that's one reason why I'm like well it, it could go off True. They, they, but, they blew the doors well, off fucking the Raiders yeah it's a primetime division game though that's that's always a dog that fight. yeah that division games in, real in Arrowhead but, though so we'll have but I mean you never know you uh, there's a lot I, of division games this week yes Holy shit. I just noticed that. That's a good call. Uh, yeah. Bears Cardinals. Uh, I'm not sure what division that is, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. All right. Well, the Vikings, uh, they lose to the 49ers, as we've already talked about with my great pick. Um, I do believe I said it might as well be the Niners by 14 after you picked the Vikings. Well, you were wrong because it was only them by eight. So yeah, Trent's picks are toxic. So, so still wrong, but <laughs> uh, no, I, you I, know, I, with, with the Vikings, you know they they didn't have a single one of their starters on the defensive line, and you're playing against one of the best running offenses in the league. That's you know they're just going to run right over you. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was over from the start. I thought the Vikings were in it until. They had a couple bad turnovers deep in their end of the field in the yeah. second half that kind of sealed the deal, I guess. Um, you know, and, and, and I, I complained about coaching before, and in the last two weeks prior to this, it seemed like they had figured it out a little bit. Oh, my dog's trying to make a little, little part in this. Um, but, you know, the first time the Vikings were down in the goal line, First down, run. Second down, run. Both times stuffed. Then you pass on third. You go for it on fourth, and you actually and you pass it, and you actually get it. Uh, the last time that they're in the in the goal line, first time run. Second time run, stuffed both times. This time with your backup running back because Dalvin Cook is hurt, and then you throw on third down and throw on fourth down and don't get it this time. And I, I thought they had learned that maybe passing is our strength, but they went back to the same crap as as they did prior and. You know, I'm sorry. Use your strengths. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, those are your strengths right now. Our running game has not been good. Dalvin Cook has had good yards this year, but it's because he has one or two big ones, and then after that he's averaging maybe one to two yards a carry. So they just need to start using their strengths. It's ridiculous that they keep going back to run, run, pass, pass. Yeah, and with Kirk Cousins this year having this – amazing year that he has been having. Um, I, I, I don't know why they go away from him. And he was a little off this week. He didn't have his best game, but I mean, 
every quarterback's going to be off every once in a while. But you still got to keep going with what your strengths are. So they have to let the other team score so they can just get kick off to Kene Nwangu and let him run it back for a touchdown, apparently. Dude, that guy is good. Okay. I look forward to seeing him uh, get some um, more reps at running back this week with Cook being out. People question that draft pick, but uh, I was there for it. But, no, well, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't drafted that early, was he? I can't Fourth remember. Round. Yeah, I mean that's not a. But people were like, "Oh, he's a backup quarter or a backup running back at Iowa State. Like, why are we drafting him?" Yeah, he's uh, he is fast. Boy, is he fast. Was he their yeah. backup last year? Yes. Man, yeah, you're right. He was fast. I remember him he, now. Yeah, he got stuck behind David Montgomery and Brees Hall. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's just bad luck. So, he's a good good running back. Yeah, he, I, I, I can't I remember know. what he ran at the combine, but it was quick. It was ridiculous, yes. Yeah. It was under 4-3, um, I think. Four, yeah. Around 4-3. And I don't know what type of field vision he has as far as being a running back, but if he stays healthy, I don't see why he couldn't be getting – easily 10, 15 carries a game in two years easily, if not becoming a starter. Yep. Hey, uh, I don't mean to, like, bring up a negative subject about the Vikings, but have we heard anything more on that Everson Griffin? Is he doing all right, or they have control? Yeah, so he came out of his house voluntarily, and Mm -hmm. so they have him they have him on the non-sports injury list or whatever. So he's, I mean, I don't, I don't foresee him coming back anytime soon. And I really hope he just takes care of himself. Yeah. Don't worry about football. Exactly. You, you've made your career. You've made your money at this point. J- just get right, dude. You, you know, Isn't that was- it interesting though? He has these two things in Minnesota, but you know, he goes to Detroit, he goes to Dallas and he's perfectly fine. What is it about Minnesota that he just... <laughs> the, it's not good for him. The love <laughs> boat, everything crazy goes on in Minnesota, man. <laughs> That's what they need, the love boat, just to get their minds off football for a while. Relax. Yes. ELE, everyone love everyone. Yeah. So I, I think Guy sent this. I think I might have sent to Ryan and Chad that uh, there was an article. The love boat, that actual boat is actually on Lake Okoboji now. Ooh. Yeah, we should go visit it. Representing the heartland here. Up That's, in right. <laughs> That's right. Rumor is that Mike Tice has a permanent hotel room in Okaboji. Yeah. <laughs> All is right. That, well, isn't that just kind of like a condo or something? You just has one room, pays what, like 40000 He just owns the one room at that point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, the Bears, they win on Thanksgiving. Uh, Against the Lions, the poor, winless Lions still. They're going to get one, man, I tell you. I have a feeling they're going to get one, too. This Is Justin Fields hurt? I know he didn't play this week. Is the Red Rocket this week? Yeah, Andy Dalton had a pretty decent game this week. Yeah, 300 yards passing. Yeah. I remember everyone going crazy because the Vikings didn't trade up to get fields. And it's like, yeah, that's looking like a very smart decision. When has an, when has an Ohio State quarterback been good in the Never. NFL? I, I, I guarantee you with my big 10-8, I could find those stats on how awful big Ohio State quarterbacks are. But, I mean, the last few, like, <laughs> I mean, Krenzel with the Bears was terrible. You got Cardell Jones. You got JT Barrett, who's not in the league. Terrell Pryor, who's, I don't think, not in the league anymore. 
Uh, those Troy little... Smith with uh, Ravens started for two seasons, I think. Yeah, I would say that. He, I mean, he's the most successful. If you're gonna, you know, because he did at least play. I guarantee Troy Smith starting those two seasons probably has more wins than probably the other, like the latest ten Ohio State quarterbacks combined. It, you know, they just they don't translate well. Now that's where I always am surprised anyone in the first round trades up for him until someone proves it. That, What's that, they that uh, Dwayne Haskins? Before, yeah, that's, uh, I was going to get yeah. to that. Joey, damn you. <laughs> I guess Cardell Jones was playing in the XFL, I guess. God, I miss the XFL. The, if there's <laughs> one thing that, like, college football or NFL would, would bring from the XFL, I loved the three-point conversion. Fuck it. From, I think it was, like, the 15-yard line or 10-yard line, and you had to do a play, you could get three points. All of a sudden, an 18-point game is a two-score possession. I, I love it. I, I wish they would bring that in, dude. Brian's all for the XFL. I want points. Hey, Dwayne Johnson's team. bringing it back, man. Yeah, I was saying, I thought The Rock just bought it. Yeah. He did. Uh, did yeah. Can, the, can the guy do anything wrong? He can rap. He's in movies. He's bringing back <laughs> minor league football leagues. Hell yeah, dude. He Everything he touches. He's going to be the president in the next 20 years. I'm calling him now. Have you guys watched the Red Notice on Netflix? Him and Ryan Reynolds? Gal Gadot? I started it. Yeah, we watched it this last week, and it's not bad. It's it's entertaining. I mean, it's not, not anything great, but it's at least an entertaining hour and a half. That's one of those movies you're like, I know this isn't winning an Oscar. I just need something to shut my brain off for 90 minutes, you know? Yeah, it was yeah. and it was enjoyable if, if you take it as that. I mean, he's not going to win any Oscars for Best Actor, but he's at least entertaining. I started it and then I'm like, wait, I'm on season three of The Wire, which might be the best show of all time. So I just need to keep going on that. <laughs> what what a transition there, Joey. Like you said, you right. quickly claimed Wire to, mm, maybe I should watch Red Notice. <laughs> right. I need to hear Ryan Reynolds say something quirky to The Rock. Uh, sorry, Trent, I kind of took us off track. Sorry. Yeah, so elsewhere in the heartland, uh, the Bengals beat the Steelers 41-10. to The Steelers look awful. Ben Roethlisberger looks like he's about 86 years old when he's on the football field right now. Um, yeah, he, he there's no way he's playing again next year. No. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll allow him to come back if he truly thinks he can, but there's no reason he should be on a football field anymore. No, not at all. Um, the Colts, they lose to the Bucks. Uh, the Buccaneers are getting hot at the right time again, I guess, kind of like they did last year, um, which is yeah. scary for the rest of the NFC. We are Tom, Tom um, Brady, he's like a diesel engine. You know, he starts off slow probably at the beginning of the year, and then just the fucking end of the season, postseason, he just gets fucking red hot. I hate it. Can he retire? God damn it. It's supposed to be Patrick Mahomes' time. <laughs> Brady's leading the MVP odds right now too. Yeah, God. yeah. It, you say it's Mahomes. Stafford. You say it's Mahomes' time, but uh, Tom Brady's going to play until Mahomes retires. So <laughs> he might. So, so all of Mahomes' uh, curls are gray, and and he's got bags under his eyes. Tom yeah. Brady's still good. He's going to look forty-five at that point, but he's actually sixty-eight or something. Yeah. So the Browns, they lose to the Ravens. The Browns, they they're they're doing the opposite of the Buccaneers. They're started decent and they're just going downhill quick. They can't score. 
right now. I, I think I think I think Mayfield's injuries are worse than what they're advertising. Yeah. I think they just need a playmaker at wide receiver. Like if they could trade for a guy like Odell, <laughs> they would just. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Isn't Jarvis injured as well? Uh, yeah, Landry? and their deep so. their deep threats are their tight ends. It's crazy. Yeah. I've never and seen an offense like that except in Iowa. That Njoku is pretty fucking solid, but yeah, when you only have to plan on two running backs and you can just pack the box, and like you said, your deep threat is a tight end that, you know, until he proves himself to be closer to like Kelsey and 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 uh, Kittle's speed and stuff, you, you know, you can't have a deep threat. They're just going to, you know, pack the 10, 15 yard lines and bend and no break at that point. And the Packers coming out of the heartland, they they beat the Rams uh, 36 to 28. Looks like they're getting hot now with uh, back for a few weeks off the COVID list. Again, the Vikings beat them. I don't think they're as good as what they what their record says. You don't think so? No, the Vikings beat them. <laughs> if, the Vikings can, if, if the Vikings can beat them, they're not as good as with nine and three. And I don't know if uh, if the Rams are all that good either. From what yeah, it's been did, did Trent pick the Vikings that week? That's, that's, good. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. If I picked the Vikings that week, that's or if I picked the Packers that week, that's why they lost. It isn't because I'm, the Vikings won. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you did, dude. What, was that two weeks ago? Have, yeah. have we have we uh, narrowed it down to the uh, Trent picking your team is worse than the Manny Cast curse? Yeah. <laughs> What's worse, me picking your team or talking to Peyton and Eli and 100% losing the next game? Did anything happen well, to Draymond Green or whoever was on the other week when they didn't have any football players? He almost got in a fight, but that's about it. But yeah. that's normal. Yeah. yeah. Thing is, NFL players won't even go on there anymore. We still let Trent do picks. So mm, yeah, we're going to have to quit that here before long. <laughs> that's just it. Just to, I'm going to pick against the Chiefs every week just so Bryant can pick the Chiefs and they lose. Well, so. <laughs> ask Joey how that goes, my friend. Yeah, well. <laughs> so the the Rams, you know, the Packers beat them. The Rams, you know, they were my Super Bowl pick like three weeks ago. And why would you pick them? God, they were hot then, and now they're because just, Joey did. That's why they're me and Joey <laughs> have the same Super Bowl. Now they're just spiraling out of control. So both of our teams lost this week. The Chargers lost too. Yeah. <laughs> what we you do guys are looking hot right now god so. damn it <laughs> all right well do do we have some time for golf 20 Ooh. minutes i got one more nfl thing if i can real quick all right let's uh, hear it. my favorite team or one they won 21 14 over the jaguars the falcons S- did. sorry yeah sorry joey I, I skipped over the falcons but yeah they, they get a win yeah. No, that's fine. They're not from the heartland, and this it's, doesn't need to be a podcast yeah. where we just talk about our favorite teams. But I just wanted to point that out that they won. That's it. We'll just change to a heartland team, and then we can do that. That's been my excuse to join this pod. <laughs> <laughs> I, I made it through a dogfighting scandal. I think I can make it through with them not being in the heartland. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that was pretty rough, wasn't it? Joey was Joey is out apologizing apologizing to all the neighborhood dogs for. Being a Falcons for was, fan, for, for being that Falcons Giving fan, out all the my dad's my dad still wears a Michael Vick jersey. <laughs> I don't know why. That's a tough scene. You know that is Fort Dirty though. He probably gets some street cred with that thing. Yeah, exactly. 
All right. You so continue. now that we know the Falcons won, good job, Joey. A uh, little bit of golf news. Um, the match was on Black Friday. And I think what we all wanted to happen in the match happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I the only one that watched it? Watched no, a I little did. bit of it. Did you? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, Brooks kept it just kept get just absolutely kicked his ass, which was great. Um, listening. I liked having Phil and Chuck and Charles Barkley as the as the comp- commentators. But I tell you what, there was a point there for like 20 minutes. Phil was talking about breathing and alpha breathing and beta breathing, all that crap. And that was the most dry TV I've ever heard in my life. And it's all because and, and it's all because of DeChambeau because he does all these stupid scientific things. You got Kepka, who is your typical jock of I'm just gonna hit the ball and put it in the hole and it works pretty well for him. Mm-hmm. And you've got DeChambeau who has all these weird things that he's gotta be Mr. Science. And that was just the most dry thing. And I appreciate Charles Barkley just saying, Hey, why do you guys do this? Just keep it simple. When I was in the NBA, I just breathed a little bit differently. And, and it, it was, yeah, it was just terrible for about 20 minutes there. But other than that, it was, I mean, it was fun watching Kepka just kick his butt. How many so it, Didn't they concede or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. After yeah. nine, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was only a 12-hole match, and they only made it to hole nine. Hate to see it. You know what? I, I would, I would yeah. say what a bullshit move. But I'll be honest, like a, a couple of seasons ago, I went out and golfed like the first day of spring and it was like 45 degrees. My back was tight. I shot like, I think it was like two or three triple bogeys within the first four holes. And I literally, I paid for a, a round of 18 and I just said, fuck it. And I quit after four holes. I just sat there <laughs> and drank beer and watched everyone else play. I was like, you know, I'm not out here paying to have a bad time. I might as well just relax and drink some beer, you know? <laughs> Respect the move. Exactly. I, I'm a, I'm a grown ass man. I can waste my money how I want. <laughs> That's when you jump in like three holes later. You're like celebrity shot. This is my you, turn. God damn. Yep. You, you actually like called it. I, I, I did the first four holes and I quit. And then I was like, you know what? Hole seven. I'm going to shake it to the right. I'm like, all right, I guess I am done. And I just got back. From the <laughs> <laughs> all right. And this morning, Tiger had an interview with Golf Digest. And he had this the presser this morning for his uh, for his tournament that's coming up here. I guess really nothing. He didn't say anything too interesting. Did uh, you listen? Yeah, did you listen, Trent? I did, but it's not like he's not like I'll be back. Yeah. It's not like yeah. what everybody hoped. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was interesting listening to him talk about the whole process of it and how. 50-50 chance of losing his leg and actually able to yeah. keep it and all that. That was that was interesting. Um, but yeah, it just kind of sounds like he, you know, he, he will eventually play, but it won't be very much. Yeah, sounds to me like Trent wasn't too impressed that Tiger's feeling okay, and, but he's just not <laughs> quite back at the tournament oh. level. He's like, oh, screw you, Tiger. I would have been more impressed if he had a peg leg after this situation. Yeah. Trent's, was, Trent's like, I just put 50 bucks on you on the Masters. It was only a flip yeah. of the coin that you almost lost a leg. Jesus, come on. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I didn't – it wasn't interesting. to The people were, like, wanting him to come out and be like, I'm coming back. I'm playing a full yeah. tournament schedule. It was like, I'm going to pick my battles. You know, he's probably going to play yeah. the majors, maybe yeah. one or two tournaments th- throughout the year, but – it Sounds like, to me now he's more into grooming his son to be the next him. 
Yes. Right. A- Axel Woods. Axel. Yeah. Well, at least Trent um, didn't pick whether or not he got his leg because he probably would have picked that he kept it and then he lost yeah. it. So. <laughs> oh, thank you, Trent. I would have picked um, him to lose it just so he kept it. All right. And and the disappointing <laughs> thing is he no word on him actually hiring a personal driver, so this doesn't ha- keep on happening. <laughs> I'd do it. Oh yeah, I would do it in a heartbeat. I've got a clean driving record. Contact me, Tiger. I know you listen to our podcast. What are the qualifications for that job? <laughs> um, that's a great question. I think I think it's you have to have a clean driving record. You know, like no DUIs, and I think you just have to have a like a fire playlist. He has to groove yeah. with all of your songs. <laughs> if you play, if you if you're like driving down the highway, you're grooving. All of a sudden, like Sarah McLaughlin comes onto the, on the fucking radio. <laughs> He's just like, nah, I'm not vibing with this. Get the hell out. And you have to be 0% attractive so he doesn't get back into his sex addiction thinking about you. Yeah. Did you, did did you, you hear him talk? dress real quick? <laughs> did you hear him talk about his working out and his music choices and stuff? No. So he's like, he's like, typically when I work out, I like to listen to some hip hop, you know, that type of stuff. But I had to listen to some weird things to get me into working out. Things like metal. And it's like, dude. How is that weird? Like maybe we're a right. different person, but like usually you want something fast paced, but I guess weird like, to Tiger Woods is normal for us. Normal for us is weird for Tiger Woods. Like death metal or like just like metal rock? Yeah, I was just saying, I mean, I, all I heard was metal. So. Like if it's like that scream, heavy metal. He probably yeah, he put on a little metal, bit of Metallica. Like heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the jungle. That's, you know, as weird as he gets, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to get into some hardcore stuff. It's just back in black by ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else got anything they need to get off their chest? Not tonight yet. I'm good. All, right. Nope. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, continue to let us know how we're doing. Um, slide into the DMs on these socials. Joey, what are the socials? At Heartland Plus for both Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just look us up, Pulse of the Heartland. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Catch us here in the next day or two for the fun cast. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Thank you.